Hi, ladies. Welcome to the Feminine Podcast. This is Nancy Wilson. Today, I'm going to talk to you about homemaking and resentment. Since we are still in the first month of the new year, lots of us are talking about decluttering and reading books on organizing our homes. It's such a perfect time to turn the page and start fresh and get rid of the bad housemaking habits and stuffing things in drawers where they don't belong, accumulating junk we don't need, saving things we don't want, etc. We may have been packing stuff up in bins and boxes to deal with later, but then there they are, bins and boxes clogging up our lives. Resentments are a lot like this. Someone in your home, whether a husband, child, parent, or roommate, persist in not putting the milk back in the refrigerator or leaving their towel on the floor of the bathroom or their dirty dishes in the sink. And it doesn't matter how many times you ask them nicely, there it is again this morning. One time I got a call from a very angry wife who was ready to leave her husband. As I started asking her questions, it came clear that it all boiled down to this. Her husband left his socks on the floor. And though she had asked him many, many times not to do this, he persisted. And so every time she saw those socks, she saw written in large letters from her husband, I hate you. Of course, he wasn't saying that, but that's how she was taking it. Small resentment turned into giant size resentment and bitterness. And that's how it always works. Everyday resentments, whether over big or little offenses, if not quickly dealt with and removed, will just go into a bin that sits in the middle of the living room, and you will just stuff more and more resentment into the bin until another bin is required. And then the more resentment accumulates, the more things will appear for you to become resentful about. Your spiritual house will become disheveled, disorganized, and very, very unhappy. Now, I never spoke with her husband about this evil sock habit. And my point in bringing this up is not to justify his bad sock behavior. At the same time, really? You're going to leave him over his socks? But this is a good illustration for us on a couple of different levels. First, let's talk about the resentment itself. Resentment can feed on the most trivial things. How are we as Christian women to deal with other people's failings, oversights, and outright neglect of duty? Well, the biblical answer is, of course, one that we know well. But we can feel so justified in our annoyance. Let's consider a few principles from Scripture. Love covers a multitude of sins. So surely it can also cover annoying little habits that may or may not be sins. Resentment can't cover anything, but love does. Resentment steals your joy and it ransacks your peace. So let love cover it. Love doesn't keep a record of wrongs, but resentment certainly does. It has a little tally going, and one resentment leads to another. It feeds on the sins and failings of others. So don't keep a record. Destroy it. Get rid of it. Don't let the sun go down on your anger. But if you take your resentment to bed with you, you will find in the morning that all its ugly cousins have moved in with it your heart will grow harder and smaller. It's the little foxes that spoil the vineyard. Don't let socks on the floor or other trivial matters spoil your marriage. They're little foxes. B 
be on guard against them, chase them away. Now, how does this tie in with homemaking? Well, I think lots of ways. Many resentments grow at home. And rather than growing more and more critical and unloving and unforgiving, you want to develop a different strategy. Just like some of these wonderful strategies for organizing and decluttering your home, you should start with decluttering your own heart. Take an inventory. What stuff must go? What little resentments do you need to clean out? Do it and do it now, right away. Make a list if it helps, especially if you have accumulated a lot of resentments toward a lot of people. Then confess your way through your list. Ask God to give you a grace-filled heart that can overlook the oversights of others. You will feel so much better when you're finished and then destroy the list. Pray for those people who live in your home. How can you make it easier for them? Is your husband leaving his dirty clothes on the floor? Well, can you get a hamper or basket and put it where it will be easy for him to use? Or is he always looking for where it is now? If you are moving things around all the time, maybe rather than figuring it out, he just drops them on the floor. So your homemaking skills actually can help in this whole matter. Do your kids know where you want them to put their coats and boots when they come in? Do they know where to put their schoolwork? If it's a moving target and you've not been clear, then set a new standard that is entirely within their reach and thank them every time they remember to put it there. And when they forget, rather than getting angry, give them a second chance. Teach them. Train them. Help them. Does your husband have gear that has to be plugged in and charged when he gets home? Make a station for it that is convenient for him. A place that is not competing with everyone else's phones or laptops. A place that's always kept clear and not cluttered with junk. Ask for his input. Where would he like to put it? What would be easy for him? This is part of your ministry to your husband. Homemaking means making a place that works for your people. It is not an end in itself. It's not a place to look good for visitors. It's a place for living. It's a place for your own husband and children. What if you went on a big organizing streak and made all your people miserable? (laughs) That's not what this is about. No, you want to create a space that they enjoy coming home to, a place with a happy mom in the center of it. So take pains to make things simple for your people. Your coat goes here, your backpack goes there. You can plug your computer in here. Your own stuff goes here. Then go ahead and Read the decluttering books, organize your home, but remember to organize it for the others in your life, not just for yourself, though you will certainly get pleasure from it. The goal is to love and bless your family by making room for them and all their stuff. That's what home is for. Thanks for joining me today. Hope you have a great week. Before I go, I want to let you know about my page on Canon Plus. That's where you can find all my audiobooks, audio series, conference talks, and more. Go to mycanonplus.com or click the link in the show notes and have a look around. <laughs>